Okay, good morning everyone. We continue in the Sefer Shaina Halachis. We are learning Simen We are learning Simen uh, Bays and we are up to Ois Chaf. Last week we learned how to tie your shoes. And we learned many ramifications. If you're a righty, you're a lefty, a woman, a woman Velcro. We learned that when you bathe, you wash your right hand, right side first, you wash your head first. It is usher to walk completely in an erect posture, like with your head, you know, up in the air, pompous, like, you know, the old bankers with the cigar, you know. It's usher to walk in that kind of posture. Even less than four cubits. Even if you don't walk at all, just to stand there with that, you know, pompous look, like, you know, it's my world, don't mess with me, that is an isser, even if you're not walking at all. Obviously, it's because it's gaiva. Now, it's interesting. Is gaiva a lav in the Torah? Is there a lav? In other words, it's a bad midah, but it's a, is it a lav in the Torah? The Chavetz Chaim quotes the smag, the smag, when he was formulating his 613 mitzvahs, he forgot to count the lav of Hishamer Lecha Pentishgach Hashem. And they showed him in a dream in Hashemayim, he forgot a mitzvah. And he had to change one of the mitzvahs, take one out, and put in the lav. Be careful not to forget it. So there actually, Gaiva is a lav. However, it's a lav she'en by Maisa. But if you're going to do a maisa, you know, you know, stand like that, now it becomes not only a lav, it's a lav sheish by maisa. Okay. Ois chafalef. Asur leilech afilopachos midalaramos begilei haraish. It is prohibited to walk even less than four cubits with your head uncovered. You wake up in the middle of the night. And, what, you know, why do people wake up in the middle of the night? They want to go learn. So, why else? I'm joking. <laughs> so they go up, you wake up in the middle of the night. Now, you have, to, you have to go to the restroom. Could you just walk or do you have to put on a yarmulke? It is prohibited to walk four cubits with your head uncovered. What do you mean? The house has a roof. Even if the house has a roof. Is this just a good practice, a nice practice? It's the Isser Gomer Humidina. It's halachic prohibition. Even if you're sitting in your house, could you sit in your house with your head uncovered? No, you're not allowed to. Should you wear a yarmulke when you go to sleep? You're not required to wear a yarmulke when you sleep. It's saintly practice. There are other more important things to worry about, but it's saintly practice. It's saintly practice. Rabbi Chaim Kievsky says, let's say you're walking by somebody and his yarmulke fell off onto the floor and he's sleeping. You should pick it up and put it back on his head. But you're not required to wear a yarmulke when you sleep. But you are required 
not to walk less than four cubits with your head uncovered. Yeah. Now the Mishnah, the Reb Chaim is saying it's an Isser Medina. This is very interesting. Really, where does it say in the Torah you have to cover your head? Where does it say that? The pasuk in the Chumash. Does it say in the Gemara you're not to walk four cubits without with your head uncovered? Now, the Mishnah says even to walk four cubits, some say it's not Asr Medina. The Marshal says it's not Asr Medina. Reb Chaim says it's Asr Medina. Where did Reb Chaim get it from? The Taz. What is the Taz is Svara? The Taz is Svara is that Goyim, when they go to an important place, they're makbid to uncover their head. Right? You go to the, the baseball game? I hope this came out. Um, you go to a baseball game by the national anthem. Mm-hmm. Right? They, they take off their, oh, so Goyim, out of respect, they davka uncover their head. So, so therefore, Bisman Azeh, it's an Isser Gamur not to have your head covered. That's where it comes from. Yeah, but what if I, I, uh, what if I live in Sephardic, uh, Sephardic land? It's only Western culture they uncover their head. In Eastern culture, they keep, they don't uncover their head. That's why many Sephardim, even observant Sephardim, they don't wear a yarmulke. They're not required to. Where did, no. Oh, they're, they're, not, they're, they're not any less observant than you are. It doesn't say anywhere you have to have your head covered. It's only it's a result of the culture that Ashkenazim grew up in. Okay, so they're, don't look down on a Sephardi. You see, he walks in the shoe without a yarmulke. He's not, his, his halacha doesn't require him to. Now, it's different in shul. In shul, you're saying Hashem's name. But if you're just to walk around... Now, according for the way Reb Chaim is quoting the halacha, he's quoting the Taz. The Taz is based on the idea of b'chukoseim loisei lechu. So let's let's see this further. Okay. Uh, modern culture now in America is that they don't wear hats anymore or cover their, their heads as often. Now again, we're talking about that in the, if they're let's say in a courtroom or in a place of they they specifically it's a sign of respect to uncover your head. In place in, a, in a places of official capacity, they still do it by by you know the national anthem. They uncover their head. It's minog of goyim. You're not a good guy. I'm saying, you know, they take off their, you know, they're wearing a baseball cap. They're wearing a Yankee cap. Most guy they go to get, they're wearing the hat. They uncover it. Would it affect somebody now? Yankee fans, yes, Fardim, who are Yankee fans? No, 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 because going out to a cover, so if you like in uh, whatever, Georgia, like, no problem. But here, in America? In America, yeah. because that's the custom. So, it's a good question. Lamaisa, the, their poiskim for hundreds of years already didn't require it, so is it going to change now? Not sure. Okay, so that is important to know. The Reb Chaim is quoting the Mishnah who's quoting the Taz, that it's an Isra Gomor even to sit in your house without a yarmulke on. 
Chavbeis. Leilich Dalan Amis Begila Arosh Tachas Avera Shamayim Leimahani Kisle Hayad. Can listen, I don't have a yamaka. Can I walk with my hand on my head? To walk outdoors with your hand on your head doesn't help. But to sit in your chair, then it helps. Okay? Chav Gimel. Kol shekein sha'asur levarech. It is certainly forbidden to make a bracha. Ayilumoy v'giloy harayish. Or to learn with your head uncovered. V'loy mahani v'zeh kisoy hayad. And a hand may only help indoors just to sit. But a hand will never help to say Hashem's name. Now what if it's the middle of the night and I need a drink and I don't know where my yarmulke is. It fell between the, the sideboard. You know between the back of your bed and the wall there's this bottomless pit that if something goes there you'll never find it. You know like there's certain things that in the basement where the socks. Why is it? Right? Socks. They disappear. Where do they go? Where do, somebody comes into the house and they take the socks? No. There's a special, in the washing machine, there's a hole. And in that hole, the socks go, and they go into a, a bar, she'ena, and you'll never see it again. There's no way to get, nobody ever came back. It's like crossing the sabbat yoin. Kairach. is in the hole with the socks. <laughs> so the, there's also a hole behind the bed where the yarmulkes fall. Right? Where do they go? Nobody knows. But, and you don't have a yamkel until night. Some are lenient b'shas hadchak at night. You want to drink, and you don't have a yamaka, You could cover it with your hand. However, the best thing is what you do is you extend the sleeve of your shirt like that. And this is good. You extend the sleeve on your hand. You cover your head. Ah, oh, when is it again? You put on the tefillin shalroish. So you have to take off the yamaka. You put on the you make your bracha, you can't make a bracha. You have to make sure your head is covered when you make the bracha. Now we're going to learn. Does the yamaka have to be a certain size? Remember in elementary school, the principal, he had a ruler. He used to come around and measure the yamaka. No? Yeah. You didn't go to the right schools. What? Does a yamaka now? What about kids? A kid, he's a kid who's uh, three years old. He's not making brachos. He's not the age of chinuch. Anybody knows what's the age of chinuch? Six or seven. Now, this is not the subject for now. Don't ask me about this. Why they teach kids to make brachos when they're five years old? It's not the age of chinuch. So basically, you're training people. We're now training you to be mindless. When you say for when you're going to be saying brachas for the rest of your life, because we're going to train you before you're the age of chinuch. I don't know, but that's you know leave that to people bigger than me. But you, you, the kid is very young; he's not davening yet; he's not doing mitzvahs yet. It's proper to train them to wear yarmulke. Why? It brings to fear of God. Raise your hand if you have lice in your head. I'm just joking, but um, if you have lice in your, on your hair. You're allowed to uncover your head to take out the lice. Uh, do you have to wear a yarmulke in the swimming pool? Waterproof. Speedo yarmulke. No. You don't have to wear a yarmulke. How about when you take a shower? 
you don't have to take away wear a yarmulke in the shower. What if you have a toupee? Do you have to wear a yarmulke on top of the toupee? Well, so you're not allowed to wear a Why not? <laughs> Ladies thing? You're not to wear a shade though. If you had like a... <laughs> if you had here down to your waist, you know, with a sign on it, <laughs> you know, where you got it from. What's the name of a Shaito company? A Miri, you know, that would be a... But a Farouk Misaros Af Oisin from Bebegin. What if the toupee has a, a lining? You still should wear a yarmulke because the Marisa Ayin. But the Yesh Makilan, some are lenient. Now, I would assume most people who wear a toupee are going to want to wear a yarmulke. Because most people wear a toupee, they don't want anybody knowing they're wearing a toupee. So for them, it's Marisa Ayin the other way. Not to, they don't wear a yarmulke, it's Marisa Ayin that they're wearing a toupee. Fine. So now here's the Shaila. Number one, how big does the yarmulke have to be? Does it have to be a certain size? So you have your dirshu sheet over here, and then we're going to talk about I'm a I'm an attorney, and I have to go to the courtroom. I'm a doctor, and I'm working in the hospital. And if I wear a yarmulke, they're not going to hire me. Am I required to <coughs> insist on wearing a yarmulke at the cost of my job? According to the way Reb Chaim is saying it, wearing a yarmulke is a not wearing a yarmulke is an iser medina. And now we know a very important thing. How much money does a person have to give up to keep a mitzvah? So if it's a mitzvah, I say a positive commandment, you have to give up 20%. If it's a lav, you have to give up all your money. What about a lav midrabanan? You have to give up all your money. Let's say somebody in the middle of Chazar Sashat says, Hal, I'm going to take away all your money unless you talk to me right now. You have to give up all your money. It's a lot. It's an iser. It's an iser. You have to give up all your money, even not to violate an iser derabana. But what about a mitzvah say? You only have to give up twenty percent. But the Taz is saying not wearing a yamaka is a love of bichukoyseim loyseleichu. But we're going to see it's not so pasha. It's not as serious as the mishabura is citing it. We're going to see why. Let's talk about the size of a yamaka. What's the halacha? I want to say Hashem's name. Again, we saw it's better not to put your hand on your head. I want to get my friend to put my hand on, his, on my head. So in other words, middle of the night, I'm, I'm very thirsty. So they say, Honey, wake up! What? Put your hand on my head. Said, put your hand on your own head. No, the Mishabruz says it's better if someone else puts it. So put a, put a sock on your head. No, my socks fell into the pit. I can't find them. So could your could somebody put your, their hand on your head? The Allah says yes. Now, relative to the size of your head, what would you say someone else's hand is? More than Roy or less than Roy? Less than Roy. So Ramosha says from here we see that a yamaka does not have to have a shear. You want to have a Pepsi Cola yamaka? You know, as they call it. You want to have a bottle cap yamaka? The guy, you look at the guy, you, you don't even know where the guy is hidden underneath. But Moshe says, from here we see that there's no shear for a yamaka. It could be as small as you want. You like that? You don't like it. 
Why? He doesn't know. Heck you mean he has to? Oh, so okay. So I would agree with Rav Nachum. If a guy who has a toupee has to wear a yarmulke because Marasayin, then a guy without a toupee he has to have a yarmulke big enough that you can see it. So let's say it's bright yellow. So you can see it just very. Let's say it's small. So the Rav Moshe says from here we see a yarmulke does not have to have a shear. <laughs> However, Rav Shlomo Kluger says like this. That there's a difference between if your head is completely uncovered, you're now to walk less, even less than four cubits. And for that, even a Pepsi Cola yamaka would help. But now, you want to walk more than four cubits? You have to wear a yamaka that covers the majority of your head. Do people do that? Now, next time you see a big rabbi and he has, you know... So what's, why is he wearing a soup bowl on his head? That's the sheet of Rav Shlomo Kluger. Yamaka should cover the majority of your head. The Chazoynish also says that the yamaka not only should cover the majority of your head, it should cover the majority of the hairs on your head. Now what if a person doesn't have hair, then the yamaka could be smaller. But I, I would assume it means the majority of the circumference of where hair grow, could grow. Bottom line is, most people are semich and Moshe that Yamaka does not have to have a shear. Yeah, I mean, Chazanish uh, is a very big chumrah. Because, you know, we try to wear a Yamaka that's noticeable, but most people are not wearing a Yamaka that covers the majority of their head. I don't even think Hasidim are makbid to wear a yarmulke. Even Gera Hasidim, they wear, uh, you know, it has, it has goiva, but I don't think it's covering the, no, some of them, it depends. But uh, that's the, so it's based on Ramesh Shashita, that a yarmulke does not have to uh, cover a certain amount. What if someone is being moitzimi in a bracha? Can I be bareheaded? So this depends on uh, a very important chakira, how does Shemea Koina work? Is it when someone else says a bracha, I get credit, so if I get credit, I don't have to wear yamka. Or is it when someone else says a bracha, it's like I'm saying it. So like I'm saying it, I can't have my hair uncovered. Now another nafamina would be, comes Havdalah, and the listener has to go to the bathroom. But the one saying Havdalah doesn't have to go to the bathroom. Can you be Yoytze Havdalah if you have the urge... So we say not really, you shouldn't, because it's like you're saying it yourself. Okay. What if you davened and someone taps you on the back? The pal, your yarmulke, it's on the floor. Daven the whole davening with the yarmulke on the floor. So Rav Shomazaman says you don't have to go back. Rav Moshe writes, you have to daven again. Why? Because Goyim in their churches are makbid, davka barosh magula, even today. And therefore, davening barosh magula is a toyeva. Now, I want to just point out something about the Chazoyne Shashita and Rav Moshe Shashita and um, the, uh, Rav Shavak Luger. They hold that the yarmulke should cover the majority of your head. Most people don't do that. They rely on Rav Moshe. But, you know... There's a question. Should you cover your head in a talus? 
the Mishabur brings you should have your head covered from the beginning of davening until the end for a year of Shemayim. In my yeshiva, they davko were not makbed on that, only during Berchas Krishma and Shemona Esrei, maybe Tachna. There are different opinions. Just be aware, this is an additional reason to have your head covered, at least for Shemona Esrei. Because not only is it like a pious practice, you know, but at least your yoytze, the shita, the chazaynish, and Roshon Lekluger, at least for Shemona Esrei, to have the majority of your head covered. So... It's like an, another incentive to have your head covered with the talus. Or even, let's say, you're making Havdalah or a Kiddush. You know, you come home. Let's say you wear a hat, you don't wear a hat. Is there, are you doing anything extra by wearing a hat? Yeah, your say the opinions that the majority of your head should be covered. So, it's something, you know. Okay, now... Now that's another thing. Is there any of the double covering? The double covering. I'm not going to get into that today. Uh, do you have to wear? A, the Litvisha Rosh Hashiva, by the way, they put on the, they put on their hat and they take off the yamaka. Chasidim are makbed dafka to have the yamaka underneath. You know, you want to know about the the the, the yamaka under the talus? That would depend on this double covering thing. Where the, the, the part of the talus that's covered is an extra kind of... Oh, you like mean there's a, like an atara? Right, uh, yeah, the, there is an atara. Every talus has an atara. Right. So you want to know, is that a double covering? Is that an extra stitching of, of, of material? It's a silka, silka thing. Or some people have the uh, atara. You know, the... Not the bottom. But... The yarmulke itself is two layers. Right? Is, there, is there a material that's, that's preferred for a yarmulke? Or, or like no. a plastic, a plastic yarmulke okay? You put a plate on your head? Yeah. I mean, let's say it doesn't stay on that way. I have a plate. That, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's fine. Uh, the, more of the question was, is it that it has to be in like, the shape and look of the yarmulke? Or is a palace considered, we mean like, what about a turban? It's still the same. Yeah. 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 Helmet. The helmet that has holes in it. Vents. We have to wear a yarmulke under that. No. Because it's actually the. I mean, you have a. It covers. I mean. The the vents are. I think it's Roy, not vents, right? Majority clothes. You don't have to wear a yarmulke under a helmet. You don't have to worry about it. Yeah. So let's talk about one more Indian, and that is whether somebody uh, wants to get a job, and the boss says you could get you get this job, but you can't wear a yarmulke, you know, in the courtroom, or or uh, back in the day, doctors. You know, I think uh, many back in the days, most Orthodox doctors, I don't think wore a yarmulke in the office. The majority of Orthodox doctors 20, 30 years ago. Nowadays, nowadays everything goes. I mean, nowadays you come in, the doctor has like a, a nose ring coming out of his nose with five other signs hanging down, you know? The Muslim doctors are wearing complete hijabs. Yeah. Um, 
Anyway, this is talking about uh, along the Ramosha has many chubas on this. Well, let's just get what Ramosha says. Let's look at it. over here. This actually comes from a share we once gave on Pashas Pinchas about the subject of the Yamaka. Ramosha in number twenty, Gros Moshe Chilek Archaim um Dalit Simon Bays, in Mutter Lelech Begila Rosh Sark Panasasai. Are you allowed to go bareheaded for your work? Let's look at number twenty one, it's a little bit shorter. Uvidvara Mutter Lakabala Void Mamshitar Lalachas Begila Rosh. Are you allowed to take a job in a situation where you have to go bareheaded? Pashut Shamutter Deinoi Mukhoyev Lahabsid Mama in Bishvilza. Says Amosha, yes. It's obvious it's permitted. You're not obligated to lose money for wearing a yarmulke. The I, Rabchaim, quotes Mishabura, who says, Asr Medina, Ramosha, Eino Yisr Mamish. Af Midrabonon. It's a Minog Toiv. It's not better than an Asay. For an Asay, you don't have to give up more than 20%, per, 20% of your money. So a job is worth more than 20% of your money. You hear the clock? A job... Even if somebody is a mil- you know, has a million dollars in the bank and he makes $100,000 a year, so the job is really only 10%. No, but a job, which is your livelihood and is going to be earning your livelihood for many, many years, is valued at more than 20% of your money. You don't have to give up your job to wear a yarmulke. It's only considered a good minhag. Refraining from taking a job, which is your Iker Parnasa, is a big loss. I, the Taz that we quoted, says it's Asr Medina. And if so, it's like a lab. Number one, not everybody agrees with the Taz. The Mishnah brought an opinion. That some say it's not usher to go Medina, that's which is the Magen Avram's opinion. And number two, the Taz depends on where you live. Says the Ramosha, Umemdina Zu in America, Like Rav Nisim said, it's, you can't call it a Goyish law. Most Goyim are not Makbid. Go around the stadium, every Goy takes off his hat. Every guy is Makbid? No. It's a very interesting. Ramosha Lamaisa is lenient. Um, here, look, look, look at a moment um, in the Chuba before the paragraph that begins Hanira. Ramosha says Hanira Lanias Daitid Demutter, the Haladina Begamaro, the Roy Vashitois, Giloy Roish, even to go in the Shuk is only Midas Chasidas. But it's a Midas Chasidas that everyone has to abide by. Even to say Hashem's name with your head uncovered, the Truma Sadeshin says, he doesn't know that it's such an explicit Isser. Now, even though all of Klal Yisrael is Noik to be Makbid, and therefore has a din of Minog Yisrael, and it's not any better than an assay, therefore Ramosha says. Um, but he says, in the, um, a few lines down, he says, Vifrat, the Medina Senu, Sheborur, Shaloi Mitzad you know why Goyim don't wear hats in public places? 
It's just easier. Nowadays, says Ramosha, the reason why people don't wear hats is because it's just easier not to get a hat. Uh, but So the bottom line is, Ramosha says, if your job requires that you don't wear a yarmulke, you're not required to wear a yarmulke on your job. Is it that if job requires not to wear a hat, you're allowed to do? Or uh, by wearing yarmulke, you're showing that you're a Jew and you might not do that good job. Is it the same reasons? It doesn't really matter. What doesn't matter? doesn't matter. However, he says, Only in the office. Because there, they're makbid. I, but if I wear a yarmulke, when I get into the elevator, I'm not going to lose my job, but they're going to laugh at me. They're going to think I'm an ancient Hebrew with horns under my yarmulke. Like, I mean, I've been asked many times, what do you have under there? <laughs> right? No, that's not a reason. If they're going to mock you, that's not a reason not to wear a yarmulke. The kosher came, kishayetze l'shuk, Certainly, you go out to the marketplace, it is usher um, to be without a yarmulke, even if they'll laugh at you, as long as you won't lose your job. Ramosha adds, by the way, are you allowed to shave during the three weeks for your job. So again, he makes the same split. He says, if it's going to affect your job, you're not going to be able to, you're going to lose your job, you're allowed to shave. But if they're just going to mock you, why, you know, why do you have a beard? You're not allowed to. That's how much is together. I mean, you can't, oh, I, I work, so I have to shave to look good. Why do you have to look good? If you have to look good because otherwise you're going to lose your job, then you're allowed to. If you have to look good because they're going to laugh at you, it's a big Indian for people to laugh at you. The biggest zuchus you can have in this world is to do the right thing and people laugh at you. Rabbi say, have a wonderful day.